My name is Josh Fisher. I am playing Bolts, the engineer. You can find all of my work at oneuppodcast.com. I have a D&D podcast and a history podcast and a therapy podcast. So pick your poison. Hello, my name is Willow Wilson. I am playing the character known as Constance. And you can find me at Ensorcelled Pod, uh, RPG, Harry Potter-esque podcast. And uh, it's really cool. Check out Ensorcelled. Hi, my name's Ty. Um, I'm playing Gabriel Acosta. And you could find me at, at the underscore Fierce King on Twitter. Hi, my name's Alexandria Bell. Um, I'm playing the kid, Eliza Harper, and you can find me on social media as Eliza Hammer, um, a professional wrestler for all your professional wrestling needs. Tragedy Strikes. Who would have thought that running away from a dinosaur could be so dangerous? After surviving a plane crash on a mysterious island, our heroes escaped from a flock of pherizinosaurs, only to flee from a charging triceratops. Banged up, exhausted, and suffering from nagging injuries, our heroes have a quiet moment to decide their next move. Um, Miss Constance, I have something to tell you. Oh, yes. Um, well, I climbed that big tree over there, and, um, there's a bunch of buildings, um, that are not too far away. If we, if we follow the, the path. Okay, that's good. I think that is where, um, uh, Bolt and the doctor were trying to lead us, or were trying to go, so... It's good it seems we're on the right track. Well, also, Miss Constance, um, there's also a river um, that it it looks like it goes out to the ocean. And um, in Little Women, um, when Joe gets lost in the forest, um, she follows the river because um, she says that it can't loop back on itself. So I don't know um, what we should do. I let us uh, consult with the rest of the team. Shall we follow the river or try to go toward the buildings? Where does the river take us? I think we just choose the ocean, which could be helpful, but potentially not. If uh, Perhaps if there was a boat there, if if you are set on getting off of the island, but I do not know. Could build a, a, a signal on the beach for any passing ships. That's not a bad idea. There could be a phone over at the building. With the building, some kind of communication might be a bit, bit more reliable than a smoke signal. That 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 that's a good point as well. Um, we could at least find maybe like a radio or something. Maybe you know, send out a, a mayday. Exactly. Bolts understands. I do not understand many of the words you have said, but I will follow. Well, I guess that um, settles it. Then we're going towards the buildings. Well, Eliza, where are you leading them? Um, well, since I didn't see any dinosaurs, I think we could walk right down the middle of the road. Things do seem fairly still around here. You walk for not all that long. The sun is definitely setting. 
The horizon is starting to change nice colors. You still have some time before it's actually sundown. It'll probably be setting for, for quite a while. But that the color change has begun. You all also notice that uh, the temperature is dropping a little bit. Now, maybe this is because the sun is going on. Or maybe it's because that little breeze that had sort of started some time ago is kind of picking up a little. And you can see that those pretty dark clouds far, far away are not far, far away anymore. They are gaining some ground on your island. On this sandy road, some empty space opens up. And right near these trees, it looks like there are some stumps so that someone at some point did cut down some trees to make a little clearing here. Straight ahead, this white sandy road leads directly to a metal building that looks like it has two big doors on it that are probably big enough for trucks to drive through. There's also two other pretty big single-story metal buildings that are maybe rectangular. Past that, you can see uh, right down the beach, there is a dock that does not have any boats on it, but there is a little hut one of those little sheds that um, like a dock watchman might uh, be stationed in. But the building that really stands out to all of you looks like it's about a two-story f- two tower. And on the top, all the way around, uh, there are windows. And there is a pretty tall antenna on the roof that at least Bolts recognizes as a radio antenna. Ha, see, I I told you guys there <laughs> there'd be a radio. Uh I think I think that's our building right there. Let's 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 head on in and see if we can uh get off this dang place. And I'm gonna just single mindedly like beeline for that building. Constance is visibly more nervous now that she is within sight of the buildings. I will go ahead and head towards the building to do anything to get out of this heat. I'm gonna stay with Miss Constance. And to get to the tower, you walk by the, um, let's, let's just say it looks like a big garage, because that's probably what it is. And as you walk by it, you can see that one of these giant metal doors has a, maybe about a half dozen pretty big dents in it, as though it was rammed by something about this, uh, a little bit bigger than a head. Maybe like a, a big bowling ball rammed into this this door a number of times and left some dents. Everything seems pretty quiet and pretty still. And then you can all hear at the same time in one of these big rectangular buildings sounds of something maybe falling over and a thump. But there is nothing in your way to get right to the tower. Bolts bolts doesn't stop moving forward. Be very careful. I'm definitely uh, hanging back a bit. Like, looking everywhere at once, just trying to be on alert, because I don't trust buildings. That's fair. Um, why be careful, uh, Madam Constance? With all these buildings, there are many places to hide. We do not know what is here. You think more enemy soldiers? More people with guns? I do not know, but they do not trust it. Okay, well, I guess we'll keep an eye out. I'll, I'll follow bolts. The door to the tower is slightly ajar. Never trust an ajar door. (laughs) 
Bolts may be in a hurry to get to this building, but even he sees the danger of a jar, a, a door left ajar. Uh, you know, his old soldier reflexes start kicking in. He holds up a hand and is like, okay, everybody, hold on. Starts like kind of creeping towards the door. And I just want to take a little quick peek inside, see if I see anything. Having walked by a couple of the buildings to get to this point, this tower doesn't seem as though it fits the same architectural style as these other buildings. The others have some some pretty standard temporary metal walls. They were set up to maybe be a temporary base. This looks newer, and it looks like there were better resources, better materials spent to build this tower. The door was in a wooden frame, and it looks like at some point some force collided with this door and splintered a lot of the actual frame. So if you wanted to just close it and have it stay, it would not, unless you did some alterations. Did you push the door open? Yeah, just just enough to kind of peek inside. The door easily uh, swings, and, and fairly quietly. It, it's, it's not a loud door at this point. There's a pretty big spiral staircase. It doesn't look like there's a whole lot on this ground floor. They're not, like, it's, it's one big room. There are some file cabinets. It looks like there was a, uh, that there are a couple of desks. The main feature is this pretty big spiral staircase that goes up into the ceiling and presumably to the second floor. I'll uh, turn around and, and relay this to everybody else. I'll say, hey, looking pretty abandoned in there. I don't, I don't see anything. There might be a danger. I think we can head on inside, maybe, uh, maybe find something to kind of barricade this door closed or something if we need to. Come on. Can I check? What does this place smell like? Does it smell like death? Since you're not in peril, everybody has time to sort of stop and smell the flowers if they like. This does not smell like death. Could I use my tracker move for something other than dinosaurs? (laughs) Like, can I use it to determine, like, if people have been here recently, which way they were going? Or is that a bit, a bit off? Yeah, no, I think you could do that. I think that if you're focusing directly on this building, then that's totally fine. If you want to expand it and go outside and look for for signs outside the building, then that might mean splitting up for a little bit. If everybody is going inside and you're hanging back. Uh, Yes, I think I will be around the perimeter of the building. Um, Just do a quick loop around and stay on the the first floor if I can. Um, So if they call for help, I can hear them and run, but I am not trapping myself. And Eliza, would you like to um, take a look around with me? Yes, Miss Constance, I'll go with you. So Bolts and Doc, you're entering the building. It seems pretty quiet and pretty still, and it looks like they are going to stay outside. What is your intent going in? Uh, Bolt's intent is mostly just to uh, just to see if there is a radio here that either is working or he can get to work to maybe send out a signal saying, hey, here we are, come get us. In sort of like stepping inside and looking around, there are raw, unbundled cables that look like they were being fed through some holes in the ceiling to a power source. Uh, somewhere that is not directly in this room, but they were leading upstairs. I'd probably head upstairs. Uh, if it's sounding quiet, like nothing is in here, then Bolts ain't gonna be too careful. 
Yeah, and I will follow directly behind them, just trying, honestly, just trying to get out of the out of nature. The amount of bugs that have bit me in the last hour are unreasonable. Yeah, they are they are being drawn to your bandages. Mm-hmm. You can smell the blood. So the as the two of you are making your way up this staircase, Constance, what is your process here? Um, well, I am. Uh circling around the tower, just like around the perimeter, perhaps uh, peeking into the door of the building, looking, I don't know, for footprints or uh, any signs of what kind of creatures, human or otherwise, have been here. You know, while sticking next to the building, or to the tower, looking around the general area for any red flags. Yeah, you can tell a story to Eliza. Eliza. (laughs) Let me tell you about animals. Animals are so much easier to understand than people. As you can tell, I have been a bit on guard since we have entered this hub of civilization. Animals are understandable. They seek to survive. They seek to thrive. They do not seek fame. They do not seek to be seen by all. They do not seek anything so intangible. They seek contentment, but only in only in a way that is actually possible. They survive. When we are in civilization with people, people in their complex ideas and their uncertainties and the the notions they push on others. It it is much simpler to be among the animals. Them I can understand. I could never survive amongst people for long. So, oh, and I roll. Alright, um, is it plus clever? Then that is a ten. Walking around the tower, it looks like there are definitely non-human footprints in this in this dirt, and this is dirt. Like no, after this this uh, this soil was sort of moved around to build these buildings, nobody prioritized greenery afterwards. Uh, so there's a uh, there's some beach sand, there's some stones, there's some some soil all mixed in here, and in that you can see. A lot of footprints that are about as big as two of your hands together. So like a bear would have sort of like a single foot, maybe this big. But definitely these things that you've seen, these dinosaurs you've seen so far are much bigger than that. This is smaller. Now that you have recognized this track, you can sort of see signs of them as far as you can see over this entire area. Um, exactly how many is maybe hard to say because if there were only a few of them they stayed for a while and left a lot of evidence or there could have been a massive number there are also human boot prints Uh, and because you're sticking mostly close to the tower you could probably guess that those boot prints are also everywhere as well mixed in underneath or on top of these dino prints and do they seem to be recent? I mean, if there still are prints that are visible, certainly not 
ages ago. I mean, definitely some of these dinosaur prints, and we're just going to assume that they're dinosaur footprints, um, seem like they are fresher than some of these boot footprints. Okay, that is good to note. Any dino prints going like into the tower, it probably would not have been able to fit through the door. The prints that are the freshest don't seem to have gone in there. Okay. Likely a, a scuffle, but not for food. Not for... Not with blood. Mm-hmm. Why would they have tried to get in then? I thought they could understand animals. All right, Bolts and Doc, it looks like you are inside and you are on the way up these stairs. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'll walk behind Bolts. Um, let him... In case he fall, falls with his bad leg, I can try to catch him. <laughs> it's definitely still in here. Uh, you know, you've you've get about halfway up this this uh, staircase, and you're pretty sure that there's no one in this building. Uh, at the top of the stairs, it just sort of opens up. There's not really a door. It looks like you get to the top, turn a little bit, and you step out into what looks like a radio control center. There is one radio set up in front of each window. Or rather, there would be radios there because there is a spot for each one of them to be. But it looks like when this place was abandoned, perhaps someone grabbed a lot of the hardware and took off. Man, people are always poaching good electronic equipment. I swear, this problem gets worse and worse everywhere I go. So basically, there's four missing radios, but nothing else up here. It looks like all of the wiring is in place. It looks like um, there are notebooks. uh, There's stuff to write with on these desks. There's even some bottled water. Uh, It looks like um, the priority was grab these radios and run. And so all of the other things that they needed to run this operation are still here. I would like to open up a bottle of water and take some swigs out of it. As long as it looks clean. Absolutely. Any of this stuff that's left behind, does any of it include like a a convenient little uh, microphone device? I think so. I think that underneath um, two of the desks, uh, east and west, there's a small, there are small boxes with some random replacement parts. Uh, you do find uh, two replacement microphones. I'd like to try and jury rig something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to reach into my pack and I'm going to pull out this, uh, you know, pretty like lunchbox size little uh, little device. It's my, my crystal radio that I use to, uh, you know, pick up AM signals every now and then. I'm going to try to jury rig this radio to be able to hook up to the microphone and just try to send something out hook it up to some of these wires that are sticking out, you know, see if I can try. Yeah, this seems reasonable. It looks like these these components do potentially work together. As you're connecting all these things, tell the doctor a story. Uh, you, you know, Doc, this is funny. You know, one time uh, my my battalion took this uh, took this town back from the, the Germans in the war. Now, uh, we came in and... Uh, our sergeant told us to, uh, you know, basically radio in for uh, for some air support. And wouldn't you know it, our radio man, uh, he 
he, his radio got shot. He was fine, but you know, <laughs> the radio just got shot right off his back. We had to take one of these German devices and uh, try and rig it together to, uh, you know, see if it would work and maybe we could match the frequencies of our radio. And uh, it worked, and we got our we got our air support, but it, it sure weren't easy. I'll tell you that. It doesn't sound easy. It sound it sounds like you've had quite a hard life. Uh, that would be an eleven. This works. Uh, it takes you a, a couple of minutes. Uh, to put everything together, you have to go back and dig in those boxes for an adapter. And Doc, as he's telling you this story and sort of staring out one of the windows, from this vantage point, those really dark clouds seem like they've gotten a lot closer since you were just outside. And as Bolts realizes that he could probably just flip this on and see what happens. I'm kind of glad I got us to these buildings. Looks like it's about to rain and much rather be in this and alongside the beach. Did you actually make a radio out of these parts? Only one way to find out, I think. And uh, I'll flip the little little knob on the radio. Mic check one, two into it. Tell me what you say into the radio. Just a check one, two? You know, fiddle with a little bit and just be like, uh, this is Private First Class Bolts calling from some tropical island with a bunch of giant animals on it. Uh, over just to see if I get anything. Little crackly silence, no immediate response. Uh, Anyone picking up on this, uh, if if you could please change your bearings uh, to, and I'll give the bearings that we're flying in on to the Mm -hmm. island. If you could change your bearings and uh, come by, swing, pick us up, that would be mighty helpful because we are in some trouble here. We got some injuries. We got a crash plane. Anyone picking this up, please respond. Over. There's a moment, and then some crackling, and then you hear a voice in a Russian accent. Cowboy, come back. Uh, yeah, this is Private First Class Bolts. Uh, you got a, you got a name there, friend? Cowboy, ready for rodeo? Oh, that's one of the one of the soldiers that were on the plane with us. I think he only speaks Russian. Beans. It clicks again, and there is another voice. And you recognize the the Austrian accent of uh, Alois Kaiser, your benefactor. Who is this? It's the guy that crashed your plane, trying to save us all. Over. How did you get away? Where are you? We're about, uh, you know, a couple miles into the island. Looks like a big old campsite, radio tower here. Kind of close to the river. There's a big old storm coming in, though. I'll tell you that. Over. The radio tower we passed over when we got to the island? Near the beach? Yeah, that's the one. And there's a a long silence. Now, Aloise, you you don't happen to know why there's a bunch of giant animals wandering around all over this place, do you? Silence. And then... We are going to change our direction. We were headed south, but if you are... At that tower to the north, we should be able to get to you after sundown. Wait there. Wait there. I mean, look, you're you're the boss. If uh, you tell us to wait, we'll wait. But uh, first thing in the morning, we're going to probably make our way somewhere else. Over. We will be there tonight. Just wait for me. Don't go out alone. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of giant animals out there. I ain't going out there alone. 
over? I'm turning this off now because we have to be quiet. Just wait for us. We will be there as soon as we can. And it goes silent. I'll set it down and I'll, I'll turn to the dock and just be like, uh, well, uh, looks like we should uh, maybe get uh, that nice lady in here and the kid in here and maybe barricade the door a little bit. Maybe try to hunker down in here while the storm passes. What do, what do you think? I'd rather be home, but if I can't be home, I'd rather be inside during the storm. So yeah, we should definitely just get us all in this room and see if we can wait it out. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll head back downstairs. Bolts, you can stay here. I know these stairs might be hard on your leg. I mean, you can, I'm, I'm not your boss. You can come down if you want. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I'll start heading down to see if I can go find Constance and Eliza. I'll, I'll heed the doc's advice and uh, rest my leg a little bit. Um, is it getting darker outside? It sure is. And as you start to go down the stairs, Bolts, uh, for the first time, is maybe your attention is like, okay, I can rest. Wow, that is a big storm. Uh, you have a great view of it here. Constance and Eliza. So one of the other things that you've probably noticed, the big rectangular steel building that you heard the thumping from, uh, there is another thump from within. And you can see the door from where you are. It is still on its hinges. It looks like it is still functioning as a door. Uh, and maybe one of the other things that you would notice about the garage doors, there were a number of impacts into one of the doors. Those doors did not buckle or give at all. With a big heckin' storm coming, I, I'm just completely abandoning this accent for a moment. Um, with a big old <laughs> storm coming... Perhaps the the building with the sturdier door system would be a safer place to be. That is around when Doc comes out. Doctor. Um, as I head down the stairs, I notice how dark it was getting, so I have my pen light out. It's kind of flashing about, trying to give me certain some light, if any. Bolt's got a radio working, and someone's on their way to help us out. We just got to stay put for the night. There is a big storm coming, as you can certainly tell. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I worry that this very um, tall, narrow, breakable structure would not be the best, safest place to hold up for the night. It may be wise to examine some of the other buildings, perhaps the ones that seem to have held up to attacks. Okay, uh... That definitely makes more sense. Better shelter. Um, how about instead of making bolts walk around on that leg of his, uh, we go ahead and find a place first, and then we can go back and get him. Should we inform bolts? I just think we should all be in uh, communication. Can I go like open the door to the building and shout up? I wonder if he can hear me. Bolts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doc. Everything okay down there? Constance wants us to move to a different building, but. We're going to go find one first, and we'll come back and get you. Oh, okay, sure, whatever you say. Just, I just want you off that leg as much as, as, much as possible. Sa sounds good, sounds good. Where are they going to find a building? I mean, there's already so many around here. I don't have to go <laughs> looking. Let us start with the uh, steady garage door looking place. So as you get close to it, it looks like even though... Uh, the one door that was battered did not break and did not give in. It is slightly out of shape, and you might it might be jammed in now. 
further along the side, there is a human-sized, I could walk through that door door. I would like to listen at it. Try to hear if there is anything moving inside. You do not hear anything inside this, this building, this garage. While you are listening, there is another thump inside the other building. And this time you can almost hear some sort of a crying or calling out. I, uh, an animal making some noise. Before I check out the cries from the animal, I want to make sure there's a safe place to run into if things go wrong when I am looking to the, the crying animal. So is this door, does it open? It does open. It is dark inside. Doesn't smell like death. <laughs> this smells more like death than the tower did. Oh no. That is concerning, um, but it is dark. Uh, doctor, you have your pen light? I never turned it off. <laughs> okay. Is there anything I can see within like the, the five-inch radius that the pen light lights up? It looks like there was room for three trucks at one point, and you can make out that there is a Liberty truck on the far side of the garage. Other than that, this is a giant black cavern. All right. I think it is time that we uh, look to the buildings that have the sound coming from it. That makes the most sense, yes. Okay, we will be very sneaky. Based on the cries that I am hearing, especially now that I am closer to it, how big does this seem? This animal seem, just based on hearing? It's probably uh, an easy connection to make that it might have come from these same footprints. Okay. Which are not as big as any of the things you've seen so far. What uh, do you think we should do? Should we uh, leave it? Quite honestly, uh, Madam Constance, I really don't want to tangle with uh, with any of those monsters, those beasts, dinosaurs, I believe we called them. Do you think it's a small one? You can see the footprints that are around this area. I suspect it is a similar kind. I mean, it's certainly still a dangerous creature. What if he needs help? I am curious about this creature and why it is in such an unwelcoming environment. Maybe he's trapped. One time my cat Herman got stuck under the couch and he was really sad. Why we said we we open the door and see if it runs out? We should let him out because maybe he misses his family. What if his family comes here to visit? Then he won't miss his family, and that would <sighs> be nice. Mom always said never deny a woman's request, so if that's what the two of you really want, I guess we can open the door. I'm just going to stand about five feet back. <laughs> yes, I think I would like to at least look inside. Um, I hand my pen light to her so she can maybe get a better look. Okay, I know this is a very, very bad idea, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I have my knife and I have my uh, um, my sling and I have a pen light. I do not know where I am holding them all. Um, I motion like a cigarette pen light between the teeth. <laughs> okay. That seems unsanitary, but okay. Um <laughs> I try the door. The door is unlocked. Uh, this one does squeak a little bit. 
make a little bit of noise as it opens outward. You can see inside that it goes down uh, a brief little hallway and then opens up. Far ahead, there you do see some dim lights within, and you can hear heavy footfalls. I will... I think you just stay where I am. If it seems like it may be approaching, I would like the possibility of just closing the door, if necessary. Whatever this thing is walking around, you did not get its attention yet. It's not right near the door. It is somewhere further in. I close the door. Not behind me. I am... we're, We're all outside. Door is closed. Okay. We do not have much more information than we had before. Uh, perhaps we should uh, retrieve bolts and uh, find a safe space. Perhaps we can discuss this after the storm. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so what? So what safe space? I mean, this building has a dinosaur in it, and well, yeah, the one with the the large garage that. Uh, seems to be uh, well protected. It had an upsetting smell, but it seemed sturdy enough. Uh, the storm has has gotten closer, and even though the sun has not really set yet, it is definitely getting darker, and the wind is getting a lot stronger. Well, there is still another rectangular building that we have not investigated. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and get it done quick. Okay, let's do that. The other building is a barracks. It looks like there are uh, beds for 14 people or so. I would like to examine the the infrastructure of the building, just like to see how armored, how protective it is, and Eliza, if you would like to scavenge inside... Miss Constance, I don't know if you've ever seen a movie before, but there's like a big room you can go to and and they they tell you the news and then they show you something. It's kind of like a book, but but you watch it and my my dad um well, he said that movies um are are not going to stay around that they're just going to go out of style. Um, but he did take me to see Frankenstein and, um, this is kind of like that with the storm. And I'm just thinking, I know how Frankenstein, um, the monster that he made, I I know how he got there in the movie, but I'm kind of wondering how all these dinosaurs got here because, you know, my dad said that dinosaurs have been gone for like at least a few years, I don't know. And it just seems weird. Roll plus clever. Seven. You've sort of made your way through this barracks and there are a number of foot lockers, a bunch of beds, some, um, for the most part, you start going down, opening this foot locker, opening that one. Some of them are filled with clothes and uh, blankets and things like that. Uh, Others are completely empty. When you get to one of the the beds on the end, you see that there is a book inside the footlocker. Well, I'd grab the book. 
It is a German to Portuguese translation dictionary. Well, I'd take it with me. And Constance, you have made your analysis of this building. I found a book. Um, I'm not really sure what it says exactly, but it looks like it could be helpful. Shall we uh, bring bolts and uh, hunker down in one of these uh, buildings then? Perhaps this one? I'll go ahead and run up and get them. I think we should all go. I know it is not far, but this is a scary place. We will stick together. As the three of you are exiting this building, uh, Eliza, you are looking at this book that you have found and not quite watching where you're going. And the result of your seven is that you bump into a, a shelving unit that completely collapses, tips over, falls onto a table, and just lots of metal shelves colliding with this floor and bouncing and sliding everywhere. And Doc, you have already gotten outside the building when this cacophony just explodes from within. And you can hear that outside, it just echoes all through this courtyard. I start running up the stairs to see if Bolts is okay. Be very on guard after that loud sound. I think that you can tell that there is a good chance that something is going to come soon to see what that noise was. And as you're anticipating that, somewhere in the distance, you hear kind of a calling, kind of a squawk, kind of a growl. Okay. And then a second. And then a third and the fourth right on top of each other. (laughs) Bolts, you've been at the top of this tower for a little bit. Have you been up to anything? Uh, Yeah. So I immediately popped open a bottle of water, started drinking it, started looking out at the view from this tower. And then I got bored and picked up the radio and just started ranting into the radio about my hatred for rigid airships and how impractical they are and how they're going to be like one day they're going to crash and it's going to be such a horrible, horrific event that no one will ever fly them ever again. You've been broadcasting this? Yes. Just into the into the ether for whoever's listening. Sure. Some time has gone by and being up there uh, and, and ranting (laughs) into the ether, you've seen the three of them sort of walk from building to building. They're going around, they're opening doors. There was one where they looked like they were very cautious. And then uh, you notice doc coming out of a building and, and uh, you don't hear anything, but it looks like he suddenly stopped short and then starts running towards the tower. Yeah, I'll, 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 once I see him start moving towards the tower, I'll be like, oh, looks like they looks like they found something. I guess I'll aim in the broadcast, and I'll set the mic down and start heading down the stairs to meet up with Doc. Uh, as you get to the stairs, you hear a crackling on the radio and something in German. To continue that, you would have to stay in this room because yeah, I think you've got to unhook your equipment if you want to bring your equipment with you. I'll grab it real quick and uh, just be like... Uh, Hello, I, I I gotta go. I can't I can't keep ramp, ranting about what a moron von Zeppelin was. Uh, Doc, you are are you running all the way up the stairs? What do you What's your plan here? Yeah, just because I want us to get to safety, I will. Yeah, I'll start to run up the stairs, see if I can do my best to get over to bolts in time. Um, I open the door. I do not shut it behind me, and I actually I don't think the door was shut anyway. But I just I just start running up the stairs to get to him as quickly as possible. 
Yeah, that is what you're hearing, Bolts. You hear, like, the thumping on the stairs. Um, Doc, by the time you get to the back, you're still a little bit dizzy. You haven't taken the moment to really heal, like, to, to work on this concussion injury yet. But you're still on your feet. Bolts, you don't hear anything else coming from the radio. Um, I'll I'll set it down. I'll leave it connected for now, because you never know when we might need it later. And I'll I'll start heading, heading towards the stairs. Constance and Eliza. I think I, I like to see you, Eliza. I, I think um, I know we had considered the, the barracks as a good place to hide, but it seems we are being hunted. Perhaps the heavily reinforced garage, even though it is dark, there are downsides. I think that is the place to be if we are being potentially attacked by large creatures. Okay, Miss Constance. Okay. Okay, so you pause outside of the garage and wait a moment. And the two of them come running out of the tower. Cool. And I would like to uh, guide them toward the, the garage. I'll see where they are and definitely head that direction. Yep, same. Doc Doc told me there's a commotion and I'm like, all right, I don't wanna I don't want another big animal on me. Uh you all can hear the same thumping and the same calling within that building. The whatever is inside that building. Sounds like it's getting agitated. And I think that as you're about to go into the building, you see two at first of this strange... This thing is definitely smaller. Maybe it comes up to your chest. Maybe it comes up to your shoulders. Maybe it's as tall as a 12-year-old girl. But this thing is sort of leathery. It has sort of a, a narrow mouth and a huge domed head that looks to be about the size of these indentations in the garage. And one of them stops, goes up to the door in front of where the, the building where the other creature is, is hidden or is, is uh, locked away, and it starts making noise and, and knocking his head against the wall, and you hear a similar knocking on the inside. And the second one sees the last of you as you're going into the garage, and it starts to charge towards where you are. It gets like two or three steps, starts picking up a lot of speed, and you see a third one, and then a fourth one following behind. Retreat into the garage and close the doors and just... <laughs> it's dark, but I don't want to be eaten. Yeah, can we like run, peril move, and get on through? or <laughs> Yes. Get there quicker? Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, you're all right about there. So it's easy enough for all of you to get inside and secure the door behind you. And then um, soon after the door is shut, you hear pretty powerful impacts against the door. But this door is steel, and it looks like it's going to hold up to this battering. Yeah, to get more light, uh, Bolt's going to reach into his uh, handy uh, pack and uh, pull out his headlamp and turn it on and shine it around and get a better better view while we're in here. 